Welcome to the Namaste Glowed Up podcast. I'm Monique Christine, a former party queen turned life coach, and each week I'll be giving you tips and strategies to help you grow your glow from the inside out. Thank you for sharing some time, space, and energy with me today. And now, my dear darling, without further ado, let us get into your daily dose of glow up goodness. Namaste, beloved. Monique Christine here, founder of GlowUpWithMC.com, and I just so happen to be your most favorite spiritual life coach, helping you go from burnt out to glowed up. We are continuing our 30 Days of Mental Health series, and today we are talking about ways for you to manage stress. Listen, By now, you have a clear understanding of what stress is and that there are different types of stress. There's that positive stress, you stress, which will help you get shit done. But then there's that distress, the negative stress that if it goes on for too long, it can turn into anxiety, it can turn into depression, it can impact your life, your will to live, every single part of your health and wellness. And we definitely don't want that. So instead of talking about it, it's time to be about it. And I want to give you 10, count them 10, ways for you to be able to manage that distress, okay? Because I feel like we're good to go when it comes to the eustress. We don't, we don't want to cut that out of our life because, again, that's what's going to motivate us to get married, to have that baby, to work towards that promotion, to work towards that new car, that new home, you know, like I said, to get shit done and to move things forward. All right. So there are three different types of approaches that I'm going to offer you. All right. Like kind of three different umbrellas. And within those umbrellas, that's where we're going to get to the different, the different goodies, the different ways for you to be able to manage things. Cool? Cool. All right. So the first way that I want to get into, the first approach rather that I want to get into is action-oriented approaches. All right. Now, action-oriented approaches, these allow you to take action and change the stressful situation, because there's often times where it is absolutely within our control to change things up. All right. And so the first action oriented approach that I have to share with you, create boundaries. Oh, yes, my goodness. So much drama, turmoil, unnecessary nonsense, we'll call it, can be avoided if you just create boundaries and you communicate those boundaries to others, okay? Boundaries, they're so very healthy. And a lot of individuals, they feel guilty for creating boundaries. I myself used to be one of them. You know, I felt like I felt like I was being rude by creating boundaries, but I got tired of people walking all over me and people will only do what you let them. They'll only drive you crazy if you give them the keys. So I took my keys and I hid them away. And to be perfectly honest, 
(laughs) if you ask my mom or my kid half the time, I don't even know where my keys are, but ain't nobody driving me crazy. (laughs) Okay. So you want to make sure that you are creating boundaries, that you are communicating them and that you are holding people accountable if they overstep the boundaries. Boundaries show people what you will and won't put up with. It gives them kind of those guidelines, right? So they know what what they can and can't do because they're like kids. They'll get away with whatever. They're going to try you until you show them that, you know what? Moni don't play that. We're not doing that. It doesn't, that doesn't fly around here. Okay. So you want to make sure that you are creating boundaries and that you are, again, communicating them clearly because communication is everything. And I cannot begin to tell you just how many grown ass people don't communicate. Why? I don't know why. I think it's because they they didn't grow up with communication skills, to be perfectly honest. Um, I absolutely improved my communication skills through college courses, you know, sociology courses that I took, um, also through therapy and just really studying communication and learning how to interact with others and how to understanding that communication is a two-way street. It's not just speaking, but it's also listening. And so if you ever come to one of my yoga classes or if you, you know, jump in the on-demand yoga classes, you'll hear me say, especially if we're working into that throat chakra, that we want to open up and balance the throat chakra and we want to be able to communicate, but also to hear openly and clearly. So again, you got to create those boundaries. The second action-oriented approach that I have for you, my love, manage your time. Time management is so huge. So often we stress ourselves out because we just kind of leave things up in the air. We're not really managing our time properly. We, especially mamas or parents, I'm not just going to say mamas, but I will say that mamas do it so very often, or women, they don't even have to be mamas, but so many of us, regardless of our gender or how we um, identify, we put ourselves on the back burner and then we wonder why we feel like shit. We wonder why we're exhausted. We wonder why we're edgy. We wonder why why our health isn't where it needs to be. It's because we're not managing our, our time in ways that support us. It's not selfish to take care of you. Self-love is never, ever, ever selfish, okay? So you want to make sure that you are managing your time, that you are creating that time for yourself, time to unwind, time to think, time to just not do anything, time for this, time for that, and time for you. If your schedule does not include time for you, I want you to stop the podcast right here and go rework your schedule and make time for you, okay? Schedule for success. You are a priority. As a matter of fact, you are your top priority because if you're not good, 
everything else is irrelevant. It's all a moot point. All right. Action oriented approach number three, get out of your head. Stop, stop, stop thinking, 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 thinking. I'm not telling you to never think. Thinking is shit. We have to think, right? But you have to give yourself time to take a break. Distract yourself. Are you a workaholic? I myself used to pride myself on being a workaholic. When my dad died March 2020, I poured myself into work. I was like, I'm going to work through my grief. Not actually like heal healing work but like employment work and I worked from the time that I woke up until the time that I went to sleep until that was no longer sustainable so please allow me to save you some time and some stress and some anguish okay and potentially gray hairs give yourself breaks go watch a movie play on your phone Call a friend, phone a friend, go for a walk, do something positive that is going to take your mind off of whatever the hell is stressing you out. I promise there's enough time for you to just take a minute, okay? Because it's going to help you bring things down. But as long as your mind keeps racing, you're just going to increase that distress. You're going to increase your anxiety. Okay? Let's work smarter, not harder. All right, love. And action-oriented approach numero four. Reduce the noise. Oh, the noise, the noise, 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 like the Grinch said, right? You've got to reduce the noise. What do I mean? We all have the same 24 hours that we've always had, yet we have somehow amazingly through the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Through, through the, uh, not improvements, but you know, as technology gets better and better and, and we're able to do things faster and we're able to now get our favorite restaurants to deliver to us so that we don't have to leave where we are so that we can get more shit done. We found more ways to squeeze more shit into the same 24 hours. But that constant stimuli can be overwhelming. If you have had a newborn or been around a newborn, you know that they can get overwhelmed by too much stimulation. The same is true if you're an adult. You don't actually outgrow it. You get better at managing it, but we all have our limits. So unplug, okay? Turn off the tech. Cut down the screen time. You've got to take a break got to quiet it down. Okay. Don't sleep with the TV on. Put your devices on do not disturb at night. Look, I know it's hard. It was hard for me. I had to move the TV out of my bedroom because if it was in there, I was going to turn it on. I don't have a TV in my bedroom now. All of my devices go on do not disturb before I even go to bed. I do bring them in the bedroom with me. 
okay? They recommend that you don't bring them, they recommend that you don't bring your devices into your bedroom. I do because I'm an entrepreneur and I am also kind of addicted to checking my phone. I mean, I can admit it, but without judging myself and beating myself up, I do create that that time for myself where I don't have any screen time in the middle of the day. Um, my kid, he gets done with school. Like if it's during the school year, he gets done with school. My mom, if she is, if it's a work at home day for her, she goes to work out and I go somewhere else in the house or outside, depending on the weather. And I sit in silence and it's beautiful. It's so peaceful. You've got to just unplug. All right. Reduce the noise, noise, noise. All right. So now we're going to move into the second type of approach. And these are emotion oriented approaches. Emotion oriented approaches are used to change the way that we perceive stressful situations because perception is reality. But you can switch your perspective and your perception just like that, okay? You're so powerful. You're so powerful. <laughs> All right. So of the emotion-oriented approaches, the first one that I want to share with you, affirmations and imagery. Visualizing. You can visualize yourself somewhere else. You can visualize yourself on a beach somewhere, or if you are like a cold weather person, I myself am a tropical bird, so I want to go to the beach. But if you like the snow, then maybe you're going to envision yourself on a mountain. But visualize yourself somewhere else, okay? You can totally bring it down. You don't have to see this thing as, as the flashing red lights that you have to deal with right now. The cops are not coming for you, okay? 5-0 ain't here. So imagine yourself somewhere else where it's going to relax you. Or imagine yourself resolving the issue at hand or the issue being resolved without it totally upending your world. Okay. Affirmations. I live by these because they work. I promise that they work. It's part of that self-talk. What are you saying to you? You believe everything that you say to you. So are you abusing yourself? Are you talking all of this shit to yourself? Or are you uplifting yourself? Are you speaking love, life, light, and power into yourself? Or are you, are you speaking lack and limitation? Are you speaking hopelessness to yourself? And as a matter of fact, I have 105 self-love affirmations for you on a beautiful PDF for you to download. So make sure that you check the show notes, okay? So that you can get those. I handpicked them, okay? I made sure that they spoke to my heart because I care about what I put out into the universe. And 
I only want to give you things that are going to make things better for you. Okay. So make sure that you grab those affirmations, but affirmations and imagery. So, so, so powerful. Another act, I'm sorry, another emotion oriented approach that I want to share with you is cognitive restructuring. Now, if you have ever had therapy, especially CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, then you understand this will make sense to you. But cognitive restructuring is where you understand the negative emotions and you challenge the beliefs that are causing the emotions. So if you're feeling stressed out, okay, prime example, yesterday, I was feeling so overwhelmed. And I personally don't like to feel overwhelmed. I start to totally judge myself when I feel overwhelmed because I do, I'm still working on not treating myself like a robot, right? And so I, in that moment, had to restructure it. And I had to say to myself, and I talk to myself out loud all the time, no, I'm not crazy. Um, or maybe I am, but it's the good crazy. I promise that I don't throw cars at people and I won't get you arrested. You're welcome. <laughs> but I totally had to restructure what was going on. And I had to tell myself, you know what? It is not a sign of weakness to be overwhelmed. And as a matter of fact, I don't even need to be overwhelmed in this moment. I am taking on too much and I am pouring too much pressure on myself. Why do I feel as though I have to just go, go, go? Why do I feel as though I don't get an opportunity to breathe? Why do I feel as though I have to be immune to, to stress, which isn't true. And so by restructuring that and challenging those beliefs, I was able to breathe. I was able to change my emotions. I was able to bring it down. And then I was able to find another solution. As my grandmother always would say, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Okay. No, I'm not skinning cats out here, but there's more than one way to do things. It's not one way or the highway. It's not my way or the highway. If you have a whole bunch of shit that you have to do and it's either stay up super late and do it or wake up super early, maybe instead of staying up super late and exhausting yourself, especially if you're already feeling overwhelmed, maybe you go to sleep and you just wake up early. And then you can either find time the next day to take a nap, to catch up on that sleep, or maybe you go to bed a little early the following night. But there's more than one way to get things done, okay? So that cognitive restructuring is so powerful. Always, always, always challenge your beliefs. Get to the root of them, okay? And the third type of approach that I want to share with you, acceptance-oriented approaches, okay? Acceptance-oriented approaches are useful in those stressful situations that you can't control because, my love, you cannot control everything. And if you are telling yourself that you can control everything, you're setting yourself up for failure. 
And the un- I promise you, the universe will show you who is really in control. So don't even set yourself up for that. Understand that there's some shit that is just outside of your control. You may not be able to control the situation, especially if it is due to someone else. If it's due to like someone else's illness, there's nothing you can do about that. You can't stop the illness from happening. And I'm sure you don't want to cut that person out of your life, but you can control how you respond to it. You always have that power. What do they say? I've never been to AA, but I think we've all heard it by now. God grant me the serenity to change the things that I can, to accept the things that I cannot wait. God grant me the serenity to change the things that I can. Girl, I'm not saying it right. (laughs) Butchered. Um, But essentially, to change the things that I can, to accept what I cannot, and to know the difference between the two. Okay? So, I've got four acceptance-oriented approaches for you. First, Diet and exercise. Now, I don't believe in fad diets. They are not sustainable. And if you work one-on-one with me in a coaching setting or group coaching or whatever, I am never going to tell you to do keto or Atkins or any of that because the shit's not sustainable. Instead, I'm going to teach you how to make lifestyle changes that are sustainable, but you can control what you are eating. That's what I mean when I say diet right now. Okay. You can control what you're putting into your body. So one way to feel better is to put good stuff in the body. Don't fill up on junk. Those empty calories, that processed food, it's just going to make you feel like shit. Okay. Nourish yourself with, with nutrient dense foods. Okay. And if you are needing support with coaching, with cleaning up your eating habits, holla at your girl, check the show notes, got links for you so that you can book a free 15 minute consultation with me. And we can see how we can work together to get you from where you are to where you want to be. But hand in hand with diet is exercise. You can control that. Move your body. The human body was meant to move anyway. So go move. Practice some yoga. Oh my goodness gracious. Yes, my dear darling. And as a matter of fact, come practice some yin yoga with me. Yin yoga, it's different from other types of yoga because it's a quiet seated practice. We sit in our postures anywhere from three to five minutes. It doubles as a meditative practice because we're sitting in our postures for three to five minutes, sometimes longer, depending on how long you want the practice to to go on, okay? And I've got more than 140 yoga videos and meditations waiting for you in my on-demand library. Again, show notes for everything that you need, okay? But diet and exercise, that is the first major thing that you can control, okay? So that you can get to a place of acceptance, so that you can make peace with what's going on, okay? The second acceptance-oriented approach meditation. 
just finished talking about that with yin yoga, but maybe you don't feel like moving your body today. Maybe you just want to meditate. I got meditations waiting for you. Meditating is not as difficult as people think, and you don't have to meditate for a super long time. You can start with just five minutes a day, and honestly, I recommend meditating for at least five minutes every single day because it's going to create that quiet time for you where you can decompress, where you can reconnect with yourself. Alongside meditation, physical relaxation. Like literally relax yourself and this can be done through yoga. Now, yes, I did mention yoga before with exercise, but there's so many other types of exercise. It doesn't have to be yoga. I just personally love yoga and it's, I was going to call it a twofer, but it's more like a threefer because you're getting your exercise, you get that meditation, especially if you're practicing yin yoga and you're getting that physical relaxation. Okay. But with exercise, you know, you can... If you are like amped up, you can absolutely go do like some Tai bow. You can rock out in a bar class. I do teach bar. You can come sweat it up with me. Uh, you can twerk it out, whatever you want to do. Okay. But physical relaxation, this is going to be like your yoga. Um, this can also include progressive relaxation, guided body scans, things like that. Um, I do take you through those in some of the meditations that I lead. So yeah, you know, just let it go. You got to let it go physically. Okay. All right. The third acceptance oriented approach that I have for you, my dear darling, talk it out. If you try and, okay. Think about a glass and we're filling this glass with water, okay? And we just keep pouring and 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 pouring. What do you think is going to happen? Eventually, you're going to have water everywhere, right? It's going to overflow. You are that glass, boo. You cannot just keep pouring shit in there and holding it in. It's going to come out. It's going to explode. You are going to explode. You are going to break down. You are going to melt down. You got to talk it out. You can talk it out with a buddy, a friend. You can talk it out with a therapist. If you don't feel like talking it out with anyone, I mean, shit, you can talk it out with yourself again. Ain't no shame in my game. I talk things out with myself all the time because I trust me. I actually give really great advice. <laughs> okay. But if you don't feel comfortable talking it out with someone else, journal. You can absolutely journal. And as a matter of fact, I got a line of journals for you too. I'm like a one-stop shop. Show notes. Okay. You can check out the journals that I have. But you definitely have got to decompress. You've got to get it out. If Again, if you hang out with me in one of my yoga classes, you'll hear me say, we're moving around energy. We're moving around old energy, stale, stagnant energy. It has to come up in order to come off. You got to bring the stuff up in order to let it go. You got to talk about it in order to release it. 
Something else that I do that's really, really powerful if I'm having trouble releasing something is I'll write a letter to a situation, to a person or a situation that's stressing me out. And I'll pour all of my energy into it. I'll say everything that I want to say. It doesn't have to make sense because I'm not going to give the letter to the situation or to the person. This is for me, okay? After you finish your letter, put it in an envelope and then hold that envelope to your heart and hug it tightly and infuse all of your feelings around the situation into that letter. When you're done infusing your energy and you'll know, just listen to yourself. You'll know when you're ready. When you're ready, you're going to burn it. You're going to set it on fire and you're going to watch it burn until it's all gone. Till there's nothing left to burn. It's a beautiful way of releasing things. Okay. You can have that one for free. You're welcome. Cause I love you. <laughs> And the final acceptance-oriented approach that I have for you, sleep, yo. Go to sleep. Go to bed. <laughs> Most of us are underslept. I myself, again, workaholic, getting better every single day, but I have to make myself go to sleep, and I'm getting much better at this. Adults, we need anywhere from seven to nine hours of sleep. If you're getting less than that every night, you're setting yourself up for distress. And it may not happen, you know, let's say one night, let's say like you're, you're getting all the sleep that you need to. And then one night you only get three hours sleep. That following day, you're probably not going to melt down. You may be edgy. But you're probably not going to melt down, okay? But it's a snowball effect. And before you know it, you're like, I'm losing my fucking mind. I'm going crazy around here. What's happening? You need to go to sleep. If you can't change it, you losing sleep ain't going to change it. It's not going to make it any better. The human mind can only go like, if it goes seven days without sleep, you are slipping into a state of psychosis, okay? Your brain needs to recharge. Your emotions need time to recharge. Your body needs time to recharge. You cannot go, 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 go all the time. So make sure that you are getting adequate sleep because sometimes all you need is a good night's sleep. You'll be surprised what happens. Not only will you find yourself feeling more energized and invigorated, but girl, the universe will just handle your light work for you. Like, oh, you all I had to do was go to sleep. Yes, go to sleep. Okay. <laughs> all right. So. Those are 10 ways for you to better manage your distress so that it does not become a prolonged thing that turns into anxiety, depression, that messes with your, your weight, that can mess with your heart. Listen to me, my love. Stress can kill. 
Negative stress, distress, too much of it can kill. It can cause heart attacks. It can cause stroke. It can fuck you up. It can cause weight gain. It can cause hair loss. It can cause wrinkles. It can cause weight loss. Like, it's it's not to be taken lightly. So love yourself enough to prioritize you. Again, self-love is never selfish. And if you need a reminder, I've created a beautiful fitness line, fitness apparel line now. (laughs) Because she does it all. And my slogan, I say it all the time, self-love is never selfish. So you can grab one of my t-shirts, one of my tank tops, you can grab my leggings so that you have that reminder. Show notes, everything that I've mentioned here is in the show notes, all right? But I love you and it's so important that you love you because if you are not good, like I said, everything else is irrelevant. You've got to take care of your star player. And your star player is the one looking back at you in the mirror. All right. I love you. Thank you for hanging out with me. And I will see you or I will chat with you tomorrow. We'll be talking about one of my favorite things, CBD and mental health. I didn't mention it today because it needs its own day. All right. So make sure you tune in tomorrow. Love you. Thanks for listening to Namaste Glowed Up with Monique Christine. Make sure that you check out today's show notes for all of the goodies that I mentioned. Just head over to glowupwithmc.com forward slash podcast. If you have feedback on today's episode, I would love to hear from you. So just email me at glowupwithmc at gmail.com and make sure you join me again next time for more glow up tips and strategies. Namaste. I'd always get right back up